Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Michelin Cross Climate 2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. Turn first-round picks like Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. Visit PaniniAmerica.net today. The Volume. The Colin Cowherd Podcast brought to you by FanDuel. It's never been easier to play fantasy on FanDuel. Whether you love basketball, golf, soccer, or any fantasy sport, there is a contest for every fan. FanDuel, more ways to win. All right, everybody, welcome to the Morning Morning Podcast. First of all, uh, I, I have a soft spot uh, for old golfers winning. Congratulations to Phil Mickelson. Let me tell you a little story here. So my earliest memories, Sunday night television has always meant a lot to me. So I remember being a kid and I had to take a bath on Sunday and there was the Wide World of Disney was a very popular show for about 30 years on ABC, NBC, then CBS. So when I was a kid, it was on NBC. It had been on ABC. So I can remember the Peacock, Wide World, and the Disney in the 70s. Sunday night TV is the only TV I remember. Then in the 80s, I started really watching sports in the late 70s, 80s. And I remember the Raiders playing those late West Coast games with Kenny Stabler, often against the Steelers, often against the Dolphins and Don Shula. Those games, so they're so embedded in my mind. It was when I really became a huge, huge NFL fan. Those The Raiders were, they were a power. The Steelers were a power. The Dolphins were a power, all sort of simultaneously. And I remember those games, the late sun coming down in the 70s. And you know, then in high school and in college, you know, I, Sunday nights were about, you know, probably homework. But then I remember from about 96 to 2010, the Sopranos impact on Sunday nights and Tiger Woods for about six or seven years with Sopranos, about 12 years with Tiger Woods. That sort of special Sunday night that just I gravitated to the television. And obviously, over the last 10 years, the NFL Sundays have been a gift that keeps on giving. But one of the things that always pulls me back in is the aging golfer, Tiger at the Masters a few years ago and Phil Mickelson at 50 winning the PGA. Uh, there have been stretches in my life where I'm just not that fascinated with golf. I, I wasn't really a Jack Nicholas devotee. I wasn't. It was generationally, I missed him. I, I, I didn't pay attention to golf. I grew up in a small town. We didn't have a golf course. That was a rich person sport. Tiger really pulled me in, to be honest with you. Uh, a little Greg Norman before him, then Tiger, then Phil. So, but but golf always 
pulls me back in. There's just this once-in-a-decade guy, and it made me so happy to watch Phil Mickelson. He kept the ball in the greens. He didn't take as many big risks. Uh, it was a well-lubricated crowd, which made it even better on a Sunday. So that, for me, was really special. That was a really fun night last night watching all of this take place. And with that, we bring in my friend Rick Bucher, sort of an overview of the weekend. Don't want to make too much of these games. We're going to touch a little on Saturday and on Sunday. By the way, Rick Bucher also has a podcast on the ball with Rick Bucher. So, Bukes, are you a big golf guy at all? Uh, I live on a golf course. I don't play as much as I'd like, but... Yeah, I pay attention. I wouldn't say I'm a big golf guy. I find I've just watched I was watching obviously the PGA Championship and I just find golf wear funny. I, I find people who dress like golfers, I think it's just a funny look. It amuses me. And obviously living on the golf course, I see people parading by all the time. Uh, but I I also surf and I've always said that if I was going to add golf to the equation, either my work, my family, or surfing would have to go. And I haven't decided which one of those I would, <laughs> I would sacrifice. So golf is uh, still in, in, in fourth place. But by the way, is Mickelson, is Mickelson not the best bad lie golfer that we've ever seen? Oh, he's the great, in basketball, he's Kobe. He's the great tough shot maker. Yes. At best ever. Yes. He's like Kobe Bryant was the toughest bad shot maker in basketball history yes the, i think the distinction is like phil gets himself into trouble and then he gets himself out like i don't know if we would say that kobe got purposely got himself in trouble not to say that phil does but like he takes chances and then he gets in tough positions tough positions and then he somehow finds his way out of it that's that's i i credit that to his his lefty creativity his left-handed creativity but I was just watching him sign his his scorecard, and he writes yeah. right-handed. I had no idea. I didn't know he was like that. Struck me, you know. That's not a true lefty. That's kind of lefty. Well, it's funny because, you know, and people on the tour said this for years. Tiger simply outworked Phil. I mean, his body, yep. his focus, his determination. But there was always a little jealousy from Tiger as how naturally gifted yes. Phil Phil yep. Mickelson is, yep. and. You know, you know all these sports. We, we've all seen great athletes it, where it just comes easy. Yep. And, and, and like Michael Jordan, it did not come easy. He wasn't a natural, brilliant, long-range shooter. Right. He wasn't. Right. Um, I mean, he, he was talented, but he, you know, I, I look at some guys that come into these sports and you're like, oh, I wish they were more committed. I always felt Phil was pretty much committed, but his, his, career in his prime ran concurrent with Tiger, sure. who was the greatest golfer ever. Sure. And so it's like, you know, sometimes you get a bad break. The Utah Jazz got a really bad break. They were great when the Jordan Bulls were great. Right. And I look at Phil's got, what, 45 career wins, two PGAs, three Masters. He wasn't quite as committed as, you know, maybe a Tiger Woods. But I still think he gave us – you can't say he underachieved in his career. Like he – that's a great career yeah. regardless, a top seven, eight career. For sure. And it, it, I think the other part is, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, he's the oldest guy to ever win a PGA championship, championship yep. right? Yep. Which, I, it, it, which is, the, is the echo of Tiger. Because we may look at Phil as being not, you know, in perfect shape. I mean, Tiger became an Adonis. He was, he, he was, he was a GNC commercial. Um, right. At 50 years old, still having it together is a reflection, I think, of how the athleticism across sports has changed in general and the influence of Tiger in particular on golf. All of these guys yes. are living better. And I say that as someone who is is um, who just got off the spin bike only because I'm going to have a cigar with some of my buddies tonight and I felt that I had to earn the cigar. Um, sure. You know, LeBron has to win a championship to have a cigar. I have to have a good session on the spin bike. So my, my, my standards are a little bit lower, but I think in general, when it comes to, uh, when it comes to sports, like the longevity of guys, LeBron at 36, you know, and still 
playing extremely well, Phil at 50, it's, it is, it's what we've learned about conditioning and then guys realizing I, I can, I can extend my career. We're changing the dynamics of careers as we, as we go through this. Yeah. I mean, this is the best shape Phil Mickelson's ever been in. When I looked at him today, I thought, God, he's in pretty damn not good bad, shape. Not, not just for a, not for a 50-year-old, yeah. but for a 35-year-old yep. golfer. And you know, it's funny. I can remember, remember back in the late 80s, early 90s, I thought pasta was a health food. We just, you know. Carbs. We didn't Carbs know. were a good thing. We didn't know. And it is funny now because I live next to a, a juice place called Creation. And I mean, you can go. It's like the whole okay, foods of juice second. shops. Just hold on a second. You don't live yeah. right next door to a juice place. I know you, well, Colin. A, you, it, you, there may be one in your neighborhood. There may be one in your neighborhood's downtown. You don't live next to you don't ha, You don't have a walk-up apartment that's next to a juice <laughs> place, okay? Okay, but the point is... <laughs> I walk into that store. It's my favorite place. It's the fa it's the most um, visited place on my little circuit of places I go, and I go to it and I think to myself, it's like it's like a health food store, but it doesn't taste like taste like a health food store. It's like I always wanted to be healthy, but until about fifteen years ago, hell, if I knew what made you healthy, I just tried to not yeah. eat a lot and not drink too much. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, I'm eating pizza now that where the bread is made out of cauliflower and I can't taste the yeah. difference or the, you know, the, the, the plant-based, the impossible burgers. Like I've had those. I, I think, I think, good. I think food and nutrition in general has been elevated to a place um, that, that simply didn't exist 10, 15 years ago. Hey golf fans this weekend, FanDuel is hooking new users up with an instant bonus up to 500 bucks when you make your first fantasy deposit. So just sign up to unlock your deposit bonus. Then use that bonus to play in this weekend's $500,000 PGA Eagle contest, where the first place winner takes home 100,000 bucks in cash. All right, fantasy golf on FanDuel, really easy to play. You pick six golfers for your lineup. One lineup needed for an entire weekend of action. Easy scoring, you get points for birdies, eagles, etc. Fast payouts, get paid in as little as 24 hours. But most of all, I love the variety of contests you can enter. Okay, there's the big major contests, there's the daily snake draft contest for daily action, final round contest, a lot of them. The field's loaded for this weekend's major championship, which makes for some exciting fantasy golf. So get in on the action, download the FanDuel Fantasy app today, Sign up to unlock your instant deposit bonus up to 500 bucks. Age and location restrictions apply. So you're a sports fan, right? That's why you're listening. But if you're considering getting in on the fun of sports gambling, I want to let you know about a great resource, the Action Network. The Action Network is where fans go when they're ready to bet smarter and turn a profit betting on sports. In fact, their free Action Network app, free recently named the best app in sports betting. With the Action app, you can, one, see the latest picks and articles from the Action Network gambling experts, two, compare odds from different sports books, and three, track every bet you make so you always know how your picks are doing. So if the game means more to you, download the free Action Network app and start betting smarter. Ready, set, griddle this grilling season. Get the Weber Slate Rust-Resistant Griddle with a carbon steel cooktop that's safe for metal tools. It's pre-seasoned with food-safe oils and ready to cook on right out of the box. With no use of coatings, you can use metal tools to flip, press, and scrape without worry. It's the griddle that stays ready, not rusty. Everything rusts and nobody talks about it because they couldn't fix it until now. With Weber's new rust-resistant technology, your Weber will last for years. When used, our carbon steel griddle hardens and bonds the surface, reducing the ability for moisture to collect and rust to form. This griddle heats evenly edge to edge. It reaches up to 500 degrees. With the Weber Works Prep Cook and Store System, you can keep cooking and cleaning supplies handy, carry food and condiments from kitchen to the griddle, 
and even convert the side table into a prep station. Get fired up for your new Weber Slate rust-resistant griddle. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. All right, let's get into the NBA. Before we do today's stuff, I want to go back to Denver-Portland briefly because I watched that series, and it's very easy to overreact. We all do this, right? Mm -hmm. That series feels so even to me. Jokic and Dame are going to get their points. A lot of it's going to be other players beyond Dame and Jokic. I mean, they're both great players. Um, Yeah, I just I watched Portland-Denver, and my takeaway was, oh, that that's a six or a seven game series. That's a really that was my interpretation. That's a really even series. Your thoughts? I think that's I think it's fair. I mean, I I could see it going six games. I do think Portland has a distinct advantage simply because you're now counting on Michael Porter Jr. to be your second best player. And as a talent, he is. As a disciplined guy who makes good decisions in the postseason, that worries me. And I just got so much depth. I think that the, 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 the trade of Gary Trent Jr. with Toronto to get Norm Powell, I think that was a really smart trade. Um, but I get the feeling like Denver has, and, and, and this is what I was curious about seeing with the postseason because the three-point shot was just so huge, uh, bigger than ever in meaning during the regular season. And I wanted to see if it translated over. And uh, that and pace. And I just feel like Denver has, if they're playing through Jokic, they're naturally going to play methodical. And so they can't fall behind. Like once they're down by eight or nine, it's, yeah. it's like now they got to play outside of their norm and it's not comfortable that's, for that's- them. That's Mil- That's Milwaukee to me. Milwaukee's game is we're going to make this game ugly mm-hmm. and it'll be close. Mm-hmm. And in the end, mm-hmm. you know, Miami, mm-hmm. Butler and Bam, mm-hmm. everything was a struggle. I do think Denver and Milwaukee are not pretty watches. They need games to sort of go a certain way. Yes, 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 exactly. They have to they, they have to be able to uh, to establish the tempo of the game. They have to control the pace of the game. If it's not their tempo or their pace, they can't adjust as well as some of the other teams. I think you also saw when you mentioned the Bucks, like the difference, everybody's like, what's, what's the difference that a Drew Holiday makes on that team? 
Well, at the end of the game, you had Drew Holiday, you had Chris Middleton, and you had Giannis Antetokounmpo. Bam Adebayo was on Giannis. Jimmy Butler was on Drew. And that left Duncan Robinson to guard Chris Middleton. That's what adding one key player that can you can go to at the end of a game, how it changes the dynamic. And that's where, not to go all over the board, but with Philadelphia, that's, that's the great loss or miss in Ben Simmons not becoming a true scorer. Because if you had Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, and Tobias Harris, as, you're, as, as any one of those, let's, let's, let's match up Hunt in terms of find the matchup, and that's where we're going to go to at the end of the game, they would be really dangerous. And not to say that they're going to have any problems with the Wizards, but as they go deeper, that's where they become predictable because it's going to be either Embiid yeah. or it's Harris, and it's probably going to be Harris because it just takes you too long to get the ball to a big man. I want to touch on another game yesterday that includes a story about Michael Porter, and I talked to Doug Gottlieb about this. The, the danger, of course, is always on your first weekend of NBA playoff action, overreacting to anything. Especially the We're going first to get game. the Suns-Lakers in a second. Yeah, I mean, just, I mean, the Suns had a week to get ready for the Lakers, yep. so it's like, just hold on. We'll get to that in a second. But I think this is noteworthy, and I talked talk to Doug Gottlieb about this. It's been well chronicled. Bill Simmons, Ryan Rosillo talked about that Steve Ballmer from the Pacific Northwest wanted the Clippers to draft Michael Porter. And the Clippers medical staff's like, nope, he's not draftable. Because of his back. Well, because of his back, which he dealt with for years. Well, now he's a he's a big time scorer. Whether you love him or not, he's he scores the ball very effectively and he will as long as he's healthy for the next 10 years. So, you know, the story goes that Ballmer was furious as he succeeds in Denver. He's furious and does not trust the Clippers kind of executives in front office who are all very well compensated. It's the biggest front office in the NBA. They're well compensated. Yep. So that let's transition, pivot to the Clippers lost to the Mavs. I still think the Clippers match up well with the Mavs, yep. but I will say this. And I said this on The Herd last week. We've all had a boss in our careers our shoulders are tight when you're in the room yeah. with them. Yeah. You you can sense yeah. it. It's it's and I feel Balmer, there's a layer with Balmer's explosiveness, his personality, where everybody's a little tense yeah. in Clipperland. Yeah. And I I thought I saw it in game one. Yeah. I thought they the last six, seven minutes, everybody looked around like, hey, we weren't good at the end of games this year. Who Rondo's here now? I mean, just I watch the Clippers. I do think they'll get past Dallas. But boy, this this organization feels like it's kind of walking on eggshells a little bit, yeah. Rick. Uh, look, I, I, I like the theory. I, I, it, it fits with what I saw, which is, I think what you're saying is that they were tentative at the end of the game. Yes. And, and, and For six minutes. Yeah, they were just, they played too slow. And I looked at it and I was thinking, you know what, they... They think that they can win any matchup. Like, I, I don't think they really respect the Dallas Mavericks. They look at it and they go, we ha they have Doncic and that's it. Like, who else are we going to worry about? Not And so let's just, we can just massage our way to a win. And, and they played too slow. It was too, they became, and it's when they, I've seen it going back to last year. Kawhi gets the ball and he's like, trying to make a decision. Well, am I going to make a decision? Am I going to make a decision? And it just, everything stops and the entire defense rests and you're going against the set defense. When they move the ball, they're a completely different offense. But, but I mean, I have not, I haven't heard that specifically that Balmer is create, putting pressure on them. Then again, he doesn't have to. Some guys are just so well-known and so demanding. I mean, not to, Larry Bird, when he was coach of the of the the Pacers, uh, it was he was named the coach during the lockout, the first lockout in '98. Reggie mm -hmm. Miller and and the team started practicing on their own during the lockout, having full blown doing wind sprints practicing because they feared Larry letting him down, not being ready, like. And, and so it's this kind of the same thing. It's like, man, we want to, we want so badly to please this guy because we know what he represents that 
you go you go out above and beyond, but sometimes it can paralyze you too. You're trying, you're afraid to to disappoint. Um, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of that stuff's unspoken. It's the dad in the family where nobody wants to disappoint dad. And, and he doesn't We've say, seen dad ex- yeah. doesn't say anything, yeah. but he's ex- he explodes about twice a yeah. year. And on a, you just make sure you don't yeah. f up Uh-oh. because dad's got that look. Short fuse. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So, you know, listen, there's certain things that don't need great discussion. Brooklyn's going to beat Boston without Jalen Brown. That's that series is is there's just not enough juice. Yep. Uh, Philadelphia is going to beat Washington. I watched that yep. game this morning. I thought Washington gave a great effort. But again, they just don't have enough juice. Um, and I think Utah's going to eventually breeze through their series. But the Lakers Suns is interesting for two reasons. One, Phoenix is a handful. Their their best four players this year all played on average 69, 70 games. Mm-hmm. They have really established chemistry. Mm-hmm. They play very well together. Mm-hmm. With Aiton, they've got size. Mm-hmm. They've got an elite scorer and Booker. Mm-hmm. They've got a Hall of Fame point guard. Mm-hmm. They've got a veteran coach. They've got a nice little rotation of players they trust. And I watched game one, and Phoenix had a week to prepare. So it, it does matter. There's no question. Mm-hmm. They were just sitting there waiting, and the— the Lakers just moved right into a hornet's nest. But I will tell you, as I watched it, they're athletic. There's a real chemistry here developed over the season, Rick, yep. in a year in which a lot of players missed a lot of games and Chris Paul didn't. This this is a tough out. Yep. This is tough. This is a tough matchup, in my opinion. No, I agree. I agree. I, it's, it's, it goes back to what I've been saying most of the year, which is when the Lakers made some of the roster changes that they did last summer, going from Danny Green to Wes Matthews, going from Serge Ab- or, um, uh, going from Dwight Howard to Marcus Gasol, uh, adding Montrez Harrell, I guess, instead of Jamel, Jamel McGee. Uh, we all looked at it and, and then getting Dennis Schroeder. We all looked at it and said, oh, they got better. And what we've seen is I don't think they're better. I think, and, and you got, you have guys that don't have the same motivation. Like Dwight Howard was trying to redeem himself last year. JaVale McGee was trying to show that he could be part of a championship team outside of Golden State, that he wasn't just, you know, the beneficiary of being part of, of the Warriors. Um, and so, I, I I don't think that their changes last summer made them better. And and if in watching Phoenix, like when they had to rely when LeBron was off the floor, and they had to rely on those other pieces, that's when they dug a hole every time. They they not only couldn't hold serve, they kept creating deficits. And the difference, you know, what I what I was watching is is like where is LeBron now? There's there was an old saying. It, it's um. A, actually borrowed it from BJ Armstrong's the first one who told me about it, which is like with great players, there's a margin that, you know, that they can make up. If you give them a, a, you know, if they have, if they have three minutes and you're down by eight, you're going to win the game. They can, they can cover that, that span. And there was a time where LeBron had that. I mean, Jordan had it. Kobe had it. Uh, a lot of a lot of top players have have had that. I don't know what LeBron's is now, but it's uh, it's it's definitely single digits. If you're going into the the to the last three minutes of a game up by ten, he can't get you there. He's just it, he doesn't have the energy and the level of aggression necessary to make that happen. And so that's where they're in danger with this, this versatility and depth that the Phoenix Suns have. They also have just a, an incredible hunger. Like these guys have never been here before. I mean, they've never been here before and they're the second seed. And what has everybody been saying? Oh, they're the softest second seed going. Like the Warriors and the Lakers, the reason the Warriors were so abjectly disappointed when they lost that game was because even if they won against Memphis, now they have to face Utah. The grand prize for the play-ins was you get to face Phoenix. And I think they're aware that they're not looked at as being all that tough. And what I saw yeah. with DeAndre Ayton and Devin Booker in this game were guys yeah. who played tough. They played yep. like guys who had something to prove. And this is also the beauty of finally 
seeing your young players in the postseason because now you really get to find out who they are. Ideally, you find out before you have to pay them. Um, first glance, Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton look like, to me, guys that not only can win for you in the regular season, I can, I can have expectations for the postseason. Cam Johnson. That's what I felt like. Cam Johnson, yeah. Mikel Bridges, maybe not so much. Like, you just right. see them under the, the bright lights of the postseason when you have to be a little more exact. And suddenly they're not making the same plays they did in the regular season. That's valuable information from a, from a franchise standpoint. You know, it's why New Orleans, like, what do they really know about all those guys in terms of who you want to pay and who you want to build around? Because you've never seen them in the postseason. Like, you can have an expectation based on what they average and what they do during the regular season, but that doesn't mean they can take the leap to the next level. And so I'm excited to see this, this series. I, you know, we've seen the Lakers drop game ones before. So don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but I, you know, and, and it's not even maybe not that they, that they have the potential of losing to Phoenix, but it feels like their vulnerability is greater this year. You know, if yes, it's not no question. Phoenix, you know, what's what are they gonna look like against Portland or 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 Denver? You know, it it's it'll be it's it's going to be interesting. Um I'm 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 looking forward to that series as much as any of them. Fire the grill and fire up the party, get the Weber Searwood pellet grill, smoke, roast, and sear on the same grill. Go from low and slow on smoke boost mode at 180 degrees all the way to high heat sear at 600 degrees, a much bigger range than most grills. It's got a full grate sear zone so you can put more food on the flame. Utilize the smoke boost setting to intensify that smoky flavor. Direct flame cooking creates searing, crisping, and browning. Food will look as good as it tastes. This grill is hot in 15 minutes and cleanup is easy. You'll cook on two levels at the same time so you can make enough for everyone then clean up quick with the pull and clean grease and ash management system at the front of the grill. Cook confidently with intuitive digital controls at the grill and enjoy the sleek, easy-to-use surface. You can also add a heavy-duty rotisserie or rust-resistant griddle insert to up your game. Get fired up for your new Weber Searwood Pellet Grill. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their hand-cooked test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. 
it must have been 10, 15 years ago, there was a movie made called uh, My Big Fat Greek Wedding. It had a bunch of people that you really didn't know. I think John Corbett may have been kind of known, but it was sort of this starless movie. It was a massive hit, and you immediately fell in love with the family. The, the, the Knicks have a little bit of this with them. I'm rooting for Alec Burks and an old Derrick Rose cast off Julius Randle from the Lakers, who didn't play well. But the Knicks are wildly entertaining because they've bought into Tom Thibodeau. And they're not a great team. These are not championship teams. This game, this series is going to be back and forth. But I, I find myself, and I'm not from New York. I lived in and around New York for 10, 11 years. But there's something about teams that buy into playing hard, even if they have an incredibly low ceiling. And Atlanta outplays them in the first half. Uh, R.J. Barrett, big dunk, big left-handed sweeping dunk, sort of changed the temperature in the garden. I, I find the Knicks, they don't have stars. Julius Randle's not a top 25 player in the league, despite the year. He's not. But I, but I, find, that, I find the Knicks to be a team, they know they need each other. They know their limitations. And, I mean, listen, when Alec Burks, you know, again, when he's leading you and Derrick Rose, an old Derrick Rose off the bench, by the way, the Knicks bench was great. You know, that's kind of, it's, it's giving you pretty obvious signs of their ceiling. So don't get too low on the loss. We know this is not going to end with Tom Thibodeau hoisting a trophy. We know it's not going to end that way. But your team has a soul. You may be down 0-1, but your team has a soul. And if you come back and win the series, and I think you can, the key is don't overreact. They could overspend on Julius Randle. That's a date. That's a mistake. The, that's, I mean, that's not a date. That's right. That's a no question. Okay, second thing, though, is when you look at Tibbs' history and, and your thoughts on this, he grinds the shit out of his players. Yep. They play hard in the regular season yep. and players buy in. Yep. But I have watched so many... I, I know what he is in the postseason. Mm -hmm. Teams get tired. Teams wear out. And there's this joyfulness with Nick fans. Like, we're back. We're here. And I feel like, no, no, no. You are here. Right. There's going to be so much pain over the next two to three years on the Randall contract and the Tibbs ceiling. And, and I, I do think you can kind of sense it when you watch this Atlanta series and you'll be like, what do we do with Randall? Yeah. What 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 Tib is Tibbs the classic Kirk Cousins can win you division and that's it. Yeah, he. I mean, he's a culture changer. They needed to change their culture. They needed to get back to attention to detail and and being tough. And and I, you know, honestly, I uh, Scott Perry, who was kind of moved down the the ladder, Leon right, Rose right. came in. Scott Perry gave them a team perfect for Tibbs. He comes, I mean, he, he took the Detroit model, what they built. Uh, he built as an assistant GM with Joe Dumars, with Chauncey Billups and Rip and Tayshawn Prince and Rashid and Ben Wallace. And, uh, and he basically said, you know, I, I, I want to have a team that's going to be tough and it's going to have depth. And, and, uh, and that's what he gave tips. And that's perfect for tips because he is going to grind guys. He wants guys who are tough. He wants veteran guys. He wants smart guys. And so this is a good team for him. But Tibbs is going to maximize what you are every game. When he played, when he, it, they were three and two. And what they were playing, the Lakers, I believe. And they and rather than going home three and three on the, on the road trip, Tibbs wanted to go home four and two in the worst way and say, you know, we finished it yeah. off and we beat the Lakers. So we played Derrick Rose almost 22 <laughs> minutes straight. Yes. Five yes. minutes of overtime. And it was insane. I'm like, do you know what? <laughs> you were around for Derrick Rose when he broke down. Like, what are you doing? But that's Tibbs. Right. He can't help himself. Like every game, he's an NFL coach. Every game, it, it means everything. And so he's, he, can, he can change your culture. He, he, he builds your foundation. But when you want to go to the next level, you have to get somebody who knows how to coach talent and he knows how to, how to pull, push and pull 
no one to go hard, no one to pull back. Tibbs doesn't know how to do that. And so, um, yes, you're, you're, you're 100% right. I've been saying this with the Knicks, Knicks fans. Easy, easy. When they got, you know, they became the, the, the fourth seed, it was like, oh, hey, we could win a series. Hey, we, we might be contenders. You know, like Julius Randle's MVP. I'm like, no, 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 no. You're a great right. regular season team. Enjoy that you're in the playoffs. Enjoy uh, that you get to see R.J. Barrett and, and some of the young players and see what they're made of again in the postseason. But there's a lot of work to be done here. Now, your thing about, because I knew where you were leading, you didn't actually say it, but I think what you were leading to was the Knicks have to find a way to get Zion Williamson. Zion Williamson needs to be in New York for the good of the league and himself. And in one respect, this is what I agree with you 100%. The, the the dynamic game and the personality I I I, lo- I just and he's well spoken I mean he's got this yeah this just this everything yeah I I really the like smile I like the, the magnitude yes I, I, so do I there's this 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 personableness about him mi- matched with the just the amazing athleticism that he has in control he's such a we talk about unicorns like Porzingis is a unicorn and that you can't find him. Zion is a true unicorn in that we have not seen anything. I think, I think people make the comparison of Charles Barkley is probably the closest thing, but Zion's another step up in terms of just dynamic moves with the ball. Oh yeah. The problem is, the problem is that if you're going to build a, t- if you're going to build a team around him, He's going to be your point forward. He ha- the ball has to be in his hands. He's going to be your playmaker, essentially, which means that he has to become a much better passer and reader of offenses, and then I'm just going to surround him with three-point shooters. Um, now, I also need a three-point shooter at the other big spot because he's a terrible defender. He has to get better as a defender. There's... Yeah, he's so dynamic and so good at one thing, which is getting to the rim. But he really, there's nothing else about his game that is extraordinary. He's not a good rebounder. He's not a good defender. Um, I think he has a great handle and he's a good passer. But his, like, I, I, I would love to see him evolve and then build a team around him. But if it depends on when he gets to New York, because if he gets to New York before he evolves, New York's a tough market. Like, well, I don't even I don't even think he has to. I I think New York has to be very cautious about Julius Randle and overpaying him. And I I wasn't really linked. I mean, I'd love to see Zion in New York, but I I, I would love to see it. But I don't you know, he's not. I, I, I the only thing I would say is because of his shoe deal, he may be the first player who doesn't, and the first player in league history who doesn't need to be New who York. Does not. Yeah. Also, he also doesn't need to sign his second contract with the Pelicans. Yes. Yeah. He doesn't need yes. to. That was built so that players wouldn't leave. You know, the bottom line is he had a bigger shoe deal out of the gate than LeBron. So he doesn't need the, that money. He can make it if he remains healthy. Yeah. He can make it, make up that market, yeah. make up that money. But, but I do think it's interesting because the Knicks are going to, you know, again, Knicks in Atlanta, this weekend doesn't mean a ton. It really doesn't. But I think going forward, New York has to be very cautious here to not over exaggerate what Randall is and not overlook what Tibbs can be as well. Except that's what New York does with every team and every star. If, if yeah. in New York, they go crazy at the, the least bit of success. It means, Oh, a championship is just around the corner. There's no, there's no temperance in New York. It's, it's, and right. it's, and the expectation is as soon as they get a little bit good, now we're going to be great. And that's not how they are built. The other thing is, we, you know, we're talking about Zion and we're talking about the Pelicans. And I just, I, you know the dynamics of sports. You know the business of sports as well as anyone. And I, and I understand it too. But there's a part of me that the fact that we talk about Zion and the Pelicans and we don't talk about John Morant and the Grizzlies at all. And 
Yeah. Like for me, if you're asking me which guy I would build around, and I said it when I said, you know, nobody's going to take John Morant, number one, but they should because you're not worried about the injury history. He plays the most important position. Uh, Guards age better. Yeah. I mean, all of it. It, it's it's and and now seeing that he's for real i mean led a team to the eighth seed last year and then the bubble kind of took them under um got them in and got them past the warriors i like the they have they've built the right kind of players around him guys who don't need the ball um guys who are physically tough i mean dylan brooks next to john morant is as close to Clay Thompson next to Steph Curry as you're going to find right now in the league. So I love what they've I love what they built. The problem is they're in Memphis, so nobody cares. Like no nobody's going to get right. behind the Grizzlies. But I just think they've done such a better job than the, the Pelicans. It's a they're a mess. Like a little am, bit of a mishmash. Why yeah. am I playing Steven Adams next to Zion Williamson? I now means I have two players who can't shoot the three in a three dominant yeah. league. And I, I, yeah, it, it, it like that team. And then I draft Jackson Hayes who like is a rim runner. It, <laughs> it just doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. And so, but we like, you know, in general, because Zion is there because he is so electric. We spend a lot of time looking at the Pelicans when I feel like, you know what? Grizzlies are in much better shape. They have a star that I would trust on evolving more than the Pelican star. And they deserve more of our attention. If only they weren't in Memphis. Let's so get to Seattle. Big picture. Yeah. Big picture over the weekend. I worry a little about the Clippers, but I do think they match up well over time. Yeah. I worry a little about the Lakers, but I think you have to be careful that Phoenix was very well rested. They've got real chemistry. They were they were at home. I don't nothing this weekend moved me to fear or predictions. Yeah. Yeah. Is that yeah, how yeah, you yeah, feel? Yeah, yeah. There was a, there was nothing where I went, "Oh, whoa. They're way better than I right. thought." Or Whoa, right. they're way worse than I thought. Um, some of that I think is having a little bit of, you know, reserve about judging too much off of game ones. Right. Uh, so, so there's that. Um, but by the way, uh, you saw why Chris Paul was on my MVP ballot because when his, when he tweaked his shoulder and he was out, Oh my God! Did they? How fast did they come apart? Now they kind of. And by the way, even even when he came back and didn't score, yes. he was still giving you assists and minutes. It, it didn't matter. Well, he he was on the floor. It's just his presence that there's just a confidence factor. Even though he, I mean, he airballed it. What four of his last five shots? He was he was throwing it like sideways. Yeah, he could not control anything with his right hand. No. The ball kept moving yep. out of his hand. Yep. So that's what scares me about the Suns. That's why I'm also reluctant to jump on the Suns bandwagon because I still think that so much of what they are and who they are is, is Chris Paul. And he is, what, 36 years, 35, 36 years old and just has a history of breaking down this time of year. So I just, it's hard for me to trust that because I don't think they're ready. I think he still plays a huge role and he's, and he's very, very vulnerable. But that's why what what you saw, I feel, in the playoffs uh, so far is why I did not have Steph Curry on my MVP ballot. And I had Jokic, Embiid, uh, Chris Paul, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and uh, who am I forgetting? Luka Doncic. Uh, yeah. Because I just, the one outlier was Chris Paul versus Steph Curry. That was kind of really the decision that I had to make. And I just think Chris Paul has had a, such a profound effect on the culture of the Suns. And if you look at yeah. his efficiency, his, his scoring, okay. But he's like, he averages like four, four and a half assists to, to a turnover. I mean, he just, he changed the whole dynamic of that team. And I just felt that that deserved to be recognize not that Steph didn't have a great year but 
who is their who is their primary playmaker? It was Draymond Green. Like Steph was yeah. the scorer and a phenomenal scorer, but they defensively he wasn't their leader. Playmaking he wasn't their leader. He was their you know I mean he was their leader in every other respect just because they they trusted him so much to do what he needed to do. But that to me, and I don't know why, maybe this is this is true confessions here with Colin. Um, that that's what I feel vindicated to a certain extent in terms of how yeah. we had to vote the day after the regular season ended. But where we are right now with Steph and the Warriors out and what we saw from the guys that are on my ballot, I feel is a reflection of what I saw in the regular season. All right, Bukes, great stuff, by the way, folks. You got a little Mickelson. You got a little NBA playoff stuff on our Monday morning podcast. Check us out at The Volume Sports on Twitter and Instagram. Rate, review, subscribe. Bukes, as always, great talking to you, buddy. Same, Colin. You got it. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.